Right around three, the third ride around. Here we are. Never been more excited. <laughs> the triquil. Ride arounds are um, ride arounds are maybe the best episodes because uh, you have no you you don't really have any idea where you're you're off to, and every part of the ride is incorporated in in the app. I, I, I remember they're my two of my <laughs> favorite episodes of the pod. Alex B got almost in a car accident right around here, actually, right? It was on 15. Yeah, I was just down the street by the Whole Foods, and it was just so, so fucking uh, well-timed. Like We were listening to that on tour and rewound it five times <laughs> just for that crunch. Yeah, <laughs> that is beautiful. That's rest a, in peace to that whip. It was a little beauty. Yeah, rest in peace to that whip. Um, it died in the most... Ostentatious location yeah. possible. <laughs> yeah. The most showing out. Uh, so, Peter, you're just going way, way straight till you get to that light down there at the base of the hill. Peter, have you been to O Man Place? Yeah, this is my first. Oh, wow. We're doing an O Man. First, uh, first time in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> this is a beautiful, it's a little beauty. It's a little beauty that we just found. We really just stumbled upon it and we were like, this is a little beauty in Magnolia. Whenever I think about Oh Man Place, I, I then immediately think about this park in Vancouver that uh, the citizens of Vancouver petitioned to change the name of to Dude Man Chilling Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a park I would really go to. <laughs> oh, it's... I've been there as a tourist, and let me vouch for this spot as a dope spot to chill. It's a Dude Man Chilling. <laughs> We gotta be careful with lefts because I don't have a left blinker. Oh, I don't have blinkers in my car. Oh, that's tight. We do uh, we do manual where you just push the arm like this. Yeah, oh. that's a that's a great vibe. Yeah, uh, a friend of mine has like a um, like a a classic car, I yeah. guess, and it's like a truck, and he's he's got that's his action yeah. right there. Yeah, when you yeah, that's my that's my vibe for sure. Um, how's your car doing the rain? Is it, is it a slip and slide? My shit's really fucked in the rain. I don't know why, but the front wheel drive is uh, loves to just shit its brains out right in the middle of intersections when <laughs> I'm trying to just get out of the way and I can't. <coughs> we're in in this Jeep that we're in right now. It's pretty good in the rain. Oh uh, yeah, I bet. I should have known that. It's just tough to tour in this vehicle. You it's, take this on tour? We had uh, not this one, but my old one. Yeah, that was our primary touring vehicle. Oh. Was <laughs> wow. a Jeep Grand Cherokee that is slightly smaller than this one. <laughs> God, you, I can't imagine getting all that shit in here in the back. Yeah, it was surprising. <laughs> it was surprising to be able to do it. <laughs> it's just, it was just a just a little beautiful surprise every time. Yeah, now we're uh, Enterprise Silver status. <laughs> oh, see so you rent. Yeah, we got a Dodge Grand Caravan now. Beautiful. It's a little beauty. Yeah, now we can keep the merch in the box. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> That's you don't have to sleep on the merch. We don't have to sleep on the merch, but uh, we're at the point now where to this spot up here on the left. Yeah, we're gonna hit this spot. So we're gonna hit this. The tr this is a traditional ride around spot. Oh. This is this place where Stewart bought like a bag of cookies. Is this the Midnight Mart? <laughs> it's exactly what it is. It's a beautiful suffering bastard. It's extremely tough. <laughs> but who among us? <laughs> I mean, I was their parentage 100% and is not suffering. I mean, I've been a poor suffering bastard in Dave's presence plenty of times. I think, and I, I think we were all poor suffering bastards uh, in a house at one point in time. Yeah, for sure. You were kind of a poor suffering bastard over the summer. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, was that? No, that was like half of summer and spring. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was a poor suffering um, 
Well, it just was uh, pathetic. I had I really bastardized myself plenty during that time period as well. Yeah. <clears throat> there was a lot of just walking and walking in that back fucking sh- shit field uh, behind the flooring store, talking to you on the phone. Me just I hit a huge vape and blow a huge cloud in the showroom, and <laughs> and then you call me and I say, "Hey, Mike, cover for me," and I just walk in the back for forty five minutes, <laughs> <laughs> trying to talk you off a ledge. <laughs> yeah, I was doing lots of walks uh, where like I'd be like, "Oh, I'm just gonna go out for a walk. I'll be right back." And like five to six hours later, I'd come back and like my feet would be bleeding because uh, because oh, I, <laughs> I just kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know what else to do with myself. So that was healthy and useful. So just keep going, keep going straight, and oh man, is going to be the right turn right before Discovery Park. Copy that. For those that are listening, we are approaching. Uh, oh man. Oh baby. <laughs> That'd be tight if we found a place called Oh Baby Place. <laughs> oh Baby Avenue. And they don't connect. Oh yeah, Boulevard. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no, my live street. <laughs> oh no, Terrace. <laughs> Ship yeah. it Avenue. <laughs> Quick right here. Quick right. We're going to be hitting the no man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Bo yeah. Yeah, we're up in Bunny Zone here. What does that mean? <laughs> There's hella bunnies that live right over there. <laughs> and I've been on some dog walks that have been fun to find the dog after it ran after some bun. <laughs> after some bun. Yeah, I've been a dog that ran after some bun. Yeah, right here. You're going to park right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, ship it. <laughs> oh, man. That's where the... The dream unit. That's where the corner store goes. The, the dream corner unit. The dream unit. <laughs> if I could just find someone to be in the dream unit. When you've yeah. got a unit and it's a total dream. <laughs> no, I'm thinking about that musician, The Dream. Oh, yeah. I bet he's got a unit. He, mo- <laughs> <laughs> he moved a couple units. He was... Not as many now as he did then. Well, that's... Uh, who, whom amongst us? You're going to take a right here on West Fort. On West For- <laughs> Fort... West Pillow Fort. And you'll go, uh, you'll go kind of around this loop here to the left. God, God, it's all. This is a, everything. This is everywhere I want to ever live and be. Christmas time has arrived. Um, there's some deeply religious households in this neighborhood. We can be sure of strong that. Right. But let me tell you, none of them are as strongly religious as the Menashes. Uh, light displays out, but it's no. Uh, Here it is. Oh, this is, dang! This is my dream unit. <laughs> I, I told, I'm, ch- I'm changing my tune 180 on this area. I love it now. Yeah, yeah, I share the same dream. They're a little psychedelic in there. This is right in the pocket. This is right in the elbow of the street. <laughs> this is That's a corner. Yeah, it's the it's opposite a, it's of what I joint. thought it was going to be. It's an eight ball corner pocket type of deal. It's a joint unit. <laughs> you get in there and you've sunk. It's it's like a it's just a deep little chit is all it is. Yeah, you're doing sinkers in there. Mm-hmm. You can really sink it. Deep chits. <sighs> deep warm flap to keep <laughs> you safe at night. God, yeah, dude. <laughs> I want to pull up for a fucking dinner party at your fucking wet flap and become ensconced. <laughs> Is this a dead end? Yeah, I just saw a street end sign. <laughs> pop the brights on in this residential. Give him the horn. Let them know you're here. <laughs> Tell them your street is... Wait. <laughs> Let them all know that we're here. I'll do another one in a second on my way out. That was a what's up, I'm here. Are Fuck we, it. Do a, uh, are we getting later. out? <laughs> 
Damn, oh, that's a big, a big mansion right in front of us. That's We're a like big. That. It's a big fucking. That's a big fucker. You should put the jeep right in their yard and walk away. Oh, yeah, we got. It. <laughs> walk Just away. showcase the web. <clears throat> how you hear much, a little brake squeal. <laughs> how much longer does the Benz have to go, Dave? Like, I, I, I honestly think if I uh, do it right, I can get another hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand miles. That out. is preposterous. No, man. there's absolutely no way you're that's getting more than twenty five out of that. Thing. That's what those things do. What? <laughs> how much? How much? <laughs> Damn, that's a white G wagon, huh? Um, you want a G wagon, right? Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> no, now I want a Cybertruck. You won one. No, I wish. I wish. That'd be so unbelievable. I put up big prayers, but uh, to no avail. Um, sh- sh- shots, uh, upshot. Shit, 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 shit. What's what's going on with this like like grandiose idea that the fucking Sadies is going to last that long? Well, it's an old diesel. How many miles does it have on it? It's got 150, 160. And you're saying 150 more? Though they to 300. They go three, four, five. They go three, four, five. Absolutely, <laughs> dude. I read this thing. Doesn't that add up. I, it does not add up. I read, the, I read this thing that some dude had a Mercedes that went like 750 or 800 thousand miles, an old diesel one. That is they insane. Go, they go forever. That's a lie. It's <laughs> <laughs> a preposterous fabrication. It's a tall tale. It's got to be a tall tale. I think I'll have it for a while. All right. I guess we're going to see. I right? mean, like, we're going to be friends, like, till I, I assume till one of us is dead at least. Till the end, yeah. Um, <laughs> we could be friends even after we die, but. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, Peter, you're going anywhere you want now. Yeah, there's this house I'm trying to find. Oh, shit. Where I learned wow. how to play piano from one Gertrude Peeval. <laughs> Tell us more about Shouts Gertrude Peeval. Shouts out. Shouts out. Formative years. Yeah, I was it's a formative learning to shot. play piano as a four-year-old, and um, she Miss Peeval. Yeah, she was in her nineties, <laughs> and Miss P. GP. Her, yeah, GP herself. Grand Prix. And I would. She would be. I would be playing, and she would be listening, and she would fall asleep. Every lesson, and I would sneak out. And my mom eventually caught wise, and she would wait somewhere in the house and surprise me and grab me by the arm and bring me back in. Wake up Miss Peeval, who is sleeping very soundly. She she was in her mid-90s, and the temperature was about the same in her house. Mm. It was very easy for her to sleep. <laughs> I just remember hating <laughs> she that. She lived in a boiler room. <laughs> Wouldn't it be remarkable if we pulled up to Peeval's place and she was there? <laughs> if she were still alive, yeah. That would, well, even more remarkable now that she's no longer with us. I mean, if she was a, just a, a screaming nightmare ghost and came right at us it, to the sound of terrifying, jangly, atonal piano music. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That's no nightmare. There's less... less uh, questions than answers in that scenario were, were we talking about nightmares right before there was something we said save save for the pod was it about nightmares it was when uh you peter when you and your girlfriend broke up driving out to the um what the camping heck fest. oh yeah we yeah. Were, yeah on our way to what the heck fest <laughs> got dumped and then i was this was a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, she got me hired to be with, like, indoor kids. But then when she dumped me, she was like, 
this kid, I can't work with him one-on-one now that I've we've cut the chain. And also, we were going to the same college, and when we got there, our dorms faced each other. Oh, yeah. Like rooms? What? Like the doors, your doors of your rooms? The windows of oh, our rooms sure. faced each other. <laughs> sure. Brutal. It was, yeah, it was. Is that chain punk or egg punk? That was chain as fuck. Yeah. See, I knew that, and I'm... I'm just now privy to chain and egg punk and i knew that was a that was chain punk i i think about like because i'm i'm a bouncer so i or i identify as a bouncer but i'm more of a door person (laughs) (laughs) and um you work on the counter yeah what what did you call it earlier the alcove the the where is it that you do tickets at the lectern. The lectern, yeah, that's right. <laughs> People Excuse call it me. a podium. It's Excuse a me, the podium, the lectern. I'm, yeah, I'm fucked off. Okay, anyway. And, um, oh man, I'm, I'm lost in the story. I'm lost in the sauce here. Uh, <laughs> we're lost in Gertrude land. <laughs> so she got you a job. And, and then she was like, oh, this he's got to work the sports camp, which is going to be at Cal Anderson Park because Montlake is under, the field was under um, construction or God, something. this block uh-huh. is blown out. It's gorgeous, dude. These lights, it's they Christmas, really speak to It's me. Christmas time. And um, so I was teaching kids how to play football, and I had no idea... I had maybe seen two football games and paid attention to none. Right. It was great. (laughs) It's like pretty much the same job I have now of like encouraging people to find a different place to shoot up and um, being like, hey, little homie, that was a really strange decision to on the empty showroom floor pour something that says legal lean on it into your Sprite. (laughs) You're not in trouble. You can stay here, but I want you to practice a little something I call situational awareness for the rest of this Tech 9 concert, please. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah, I imagine you deal with a wide constellation of personalities uh, night to night. Do you ever feel like you have multiple personality disorder? Yes. Yes, I do. I feel like... um, I feel like I'm never the saint that I'm uh, performing to be. <laughs> I'm always like, wow, I don't know which of these two people instigating a fight. I hate more. I'm going to let them fight. And whoever is on top at the end, let's call the police. <laughs> I love that. That's that kind of bitter rage that you get into at a job that sucks or pushes you at the very least pushes you to the edge regularly Um, the the other night there was this person who had shoved three security people and was confused as to why they were asked to leave and um very combative and we were trying to find the person that they were there with and so i had to like give somebody a break while they were babysitting them outside and this person's like so are you my new babysitter now and i let 20 seconds pass of eye contact and i said (laughs) Sure appears that way to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. You know, keeping up appearances. Just got to state what apparently the case may be in the the face of questions from a, like... The only power you have is ambiguity. (laughs) In any situation, the more vague details you can keep cloudy, the more power you have. That's true. That's true. You don't want to. You don't want to show them. Uh, this is also um, a useful tool in just your personal life. It's called emotional manipulation. Exactly. Yes. I, I call it boundaries. 
I call it personal boundaries. I call it self-deception. <laughs> uh, the deception of the self. Uh, not like I not it. like I can't be honest with myself about the decisions <laughs> I'm making. I can be honest with my desire not to know uh, in a way that allows me to live in tremendous ambiguity. Sure. Um, you know, come to find out, I don't really actually enjoy that as much as I seem to, based on my behavior. <laughs> um, so we're getting, thi- we're getting cleaned up little by little. The thing about the performance on my end, though, is it's often I'm trying to perform that I'm, like, some kind of tough person. Oh, hell yeah. You know, it's like uh, I was... I, I think the show was Rebel Soul Jaws, who are, like, a Pacific Islander reggae band which are the scariest shows to work. Really? Because these dudes, the dudes at these shows are Rebel, large human beings. Rebel Soul Jaws. Yeah. And this guy who is, I'm working like this backstage pretty much, a showbox market. And this guy who's about four of me, uh, two of me standing shoulder to shoulder, then two of me on those shoulders. <laughs> it's just very casually like, walking on stage i'm like oh pardon me sir can i see your (laughs) backstage pass please and he's like i don't have one i'm like well then unfortunately i can't let you on stage and he looks at me he's like well that's my brother singing right now so i'm gonna go on stage i was like unfortunately you need a backstage pass to go there i see that you have a wristband which indicates you're just attending the show so (laughs) you again no my guy you can't go up there (laughs) you're kind of like brant from uh (laughs) Big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good analogy. And he's like, what are you going to do about it? And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, I'm going to throw you. I was like, I really hope you don't throw me. Uh, he's like, well, then what are you going to do so I don't throw you? I was like, what we're doing now, we're going to have a conversation about not throwing me. And then I'm like in my radio being like, I need assistance ASAP. Somebody's going to throw me. And this other guy who's not even that much bigger than me comes over and he's like, you can't throw that guy. And he's like, I'm going to throw both of you. And then the singer comes over, thank God. And he's like, that's my brother. Let him on stage. And I was like, sir, it would be my pleasure if you come on stage right now. Do not throw me. Okay, so if you get the green light from the band, then it's good. Oh, of course, yeah. They can do whatever they want, pretty much. Oh, wow. We're really doing whatever we want around Magnolia. <laughs> I'm trying Which to is, find this house. I don't know. I it's, found it. it's ref- I love it. It's refreshing for me because, like, um, I, I belong here, and uh, I'm not quite there yet, but it's nice to be here. You will be Catholic by the time you get here. <laughs> You're going to be a full Catholic. I'll be Catholic, yeah. We got to a point just now where I thought, yeah, we've hit this, like, farthest west point of Magnolia. And then I looked out, and there's, like, a fuck ton more Magnolia. (laughs) Is that Magnolia over there still? No, that's Queen Anne, baby. Oh, that's Queen Anne? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going the wrong way. Yeah, we're doing face-to-face. So you want to go west. Yes, I'm trying to go west. And you know what? I have a compass on my dashboard right here. I wasn't even looking at it, and now I'm looking at it. So now we're going the right way. Hey, Dave, is, is Caroline doing Catholicism with you? No. She's not no. She's not jumping on that boat? No. I wonder if I would jump on a boat just for BB. <laughs> I mean, I I'm think... I'm pretty godless. I mean, you know, I don't... I, don't, uh, I guess I'm actually really Buddhist, now uh, that I think about it. But I don't I don't think, really think of it that way. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that sh- uh, she would go full-on Roman Catholic... But I think, uh, would I go Roman Catholic? (laughs) (laughs) Would you settle for, like, Episcopalian in the middle there? Would you just just do a split house? I'm I'm definitely down to go um, religious, but, like, for me, it's all... 
it all is contingent on the music involved. Oh yeah, well, mm. I, mean, I need that full lift. <laughs> you need that monophonic vocal action. I either need like a uh, really unbelievable Gregorian chants or like really powerful gospel music, and then I'm down. Yeah, that's definitely the best thing about religion, or the the. Mm, the only good thing, the best thing. I also wouldn't. Many good things. I also don't know what it would be like to approach her and be like, "I need you to go religious with me." <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm asking you. How would that, how would that conversation proceed? By the way, I had one of the most. So every once in a while, I just have these experiences where it's like, no plans between one p.m. and three thirty p.m. Uh-huh. and I don't know what to do. Um, and I have stuff to do, and it's like, well, am I going to do these like this random assortment of things that doesn't really assemble into a single unit into a single corner unit and so I chose to spend that period of time pursuing those things on these like last couple blocks just fucked off <laughs> just like, completely fucked off <laughs> what what were the last couple things just like trying to um, just write a couple emails in that Starbucks and like getting on the Wi-Fi, but suddenly I don't have my mouse, so I can't, like, fucking... I need this fucking ergonomic mouse to use my... My old body's dying. (laughs) And then I was... So I was capital fucked off, and I just was like... I'm carrying this fucking screaming hot, like, 16-ounce hot tea. Like... (laughs) And and Starbucks is always screaming hot. They come in blasting Turbo Scream Fest, like... uh, um, You ever seen the movie Sunshine? Yeah! I love that film! That's what it was like holding this cup of, co- of, of tea and then um, I sit, become a crazy person I trying sit, to fall into the sun yeah my fucking face blows off but um, yeah and then I uh, oh, corner I, unit I sit down I sit, and, and I'm fucked off and I immediately have to stand back up obviously because my shit doesn't work and try to go to lunch at this place that's actually how I no actually that place wasn't open yeah <laughs> it, it, and then I went to that Albertsons which is 10,000 times a billion times cursed <laughs> crazy spiritual cancer like crazy, crazy <laughs> dark vibes. You could not go to Albertsons. And I bought a kale there, and I was so sketched out by the kale. Oh, are we here? We're on the block. Yeah. Oh shit. The block's hot. <laughs> spiritual, GP. Spiritual cancer. GP. Yeah, it was bad, bad, bad. Oh, there it bad. is. Which one? That, that's Gertrude Peval's house, right there. <laughs> Should we knock on the door? The Peval yeah. residence. I'm honk. <laughs> no, don't honk. It's too late. <laughs> P- it, what would Peval want you to do? She'd want you to take a nice nap. <laughs> She would, yeah. She would want me to play her to sleep. Like a clumsy five-year-old. Peeval. Is it fair to make five-year-olds do basically anything, let alone take music lessons? It no. seems pretty early on to start brutaling people. I, the only piano lessons I ever had was like Sessie <laughs> coached oh, me through. Sessie uh, Gomez? Yeah. Oh, what a legend. And she, she was really patient, but also like she teaches. She, or at the time, she was teaching like. Look at meter music, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. I felt like. I felt like I was five years old trying to follow along with what she was telling she's, me to do. She's also one of the most sort of intuitive and effortless musicians I've ever seen. Right. She just thinks it, manifests it, crushes it. And it's funny because it's all like this blown out pop. <laughs> it's like what she's doing now. Unbelievable work yeah. Sessie does, yeah. She has one of the biggest glow-ups of anybody I've I've ever personally interacted with. For There was a Mikey Nike band that she played bass in that never saw a show. It was her and Kessia, Go- uh, Kessia, um, Kessia Gomez. Kessia the, the Gomez sister. sisters. Kessia and Kessie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kessia Gordon. They were in that band Crater together, which was like a 
fucking magic band. For oh, I remember. A while. I remember. Oh yeah, that band was really good. And then also uh, Will Sagerstrom, who at this point he played in plays in Thank You. He was in the Joe Wayne band. Now he is in Megabog, and um, William Statler, the two Wills. <laughs> they were they were in that shit. Megabog is a really good uh, band name. It's a really great name, and it's an even better na- band than the name <laughs> Megabog. <laughs> not their band name. I feel you like guys, you're, I feel are you like, familiar with the band Complete? No. no. There's a. Uh, is like, it the total package? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no band that's better. <laughs> is it a 360 deal? It's um yeah. It's something that your agent is gonna what do we got send going to your on manager and be like, do not pass this up. Oh wow. This is a little David Lynch scene here. Sure. Something horrible is happening. I'm slowing down. <laughs> Are we doing a hug? I feel like your headlights really don't go very far. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I feel like you don't. You you you're the last to know when something's coming up. Like that's dude, this how is, I feel too. There's like this weird line. Right here. We're looking at like a ten foot clearance, maybe from the front of the it's car. It's really been stressing me. You out. might as well just turn them off. Like, okay, uh, I'll turn them off. Uh, no, God. Now I have my auto high beams. This is on. the kind of thing that I can that I know will really stress Ao out. Is <laughs> is how far the headlights go. I, I mean, I just got to assume, Peter, that you've been driving this car without trouble for like a minute now. Which That's correct. I su- you know probably applies to me too, and at least for tonight. Do you make That's how I feel with you too, David. Actually, I feel like David hasn't died despite swerving. Irving into oncoming traffic, like you yeah. know, five or six times a month. So it's got to be, it's got to be chill. I yeah, no, I'm a, I'm quite a poor driver. When you said that thing about, um, is it cool to like make five year olds do things? I had the thought about like raising a child that I didn't start telling them what to do or like didn't have them do anything by my request until they turned eighteen and seeing how that um, experiment worked. I've heard of, <laughs> I've heard of that being I. That's not an uncommon method among progressive individuals. I was at this thing in high school called the White Privilege Conference (laughs) that was in St. Louis. Interesting. Which is not a white supremacy meetup. It's the opposite of that. And I was after hearing a um, like a a seminar about reparations. Went and uh, oh shit! Just lost my train of thought. Is this where is this where Grandma lives, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She just wants you for your sex and your money. Is that what it was? Cool was yeah. the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, grandma lives right there. <laughs> Shipping it. Oh really? Yeah. Back in Hawk? <laughs> um I went to it's my my uh sister in law and uh we were all having dinner at the Metropolitan Grill downtown. Oh, hell yeah. Um big big shit. And I walked in, and I and to my sister-in-law's grandmother, I said, "It's so good to see you. Thank you for having me, uh, inviting me." And my brother announces to the whole family, "Grandma, don't trust him. He just wants you for your sex and your money." <laughs> <laughs> and she's like 75 in front of the whole family. <laughs> really dark deal. <laughs> Is that where you ordered the surf and turf? No, that was uh, that was a, a previous. Um, just nightmare fest to be honest <laughs> and i'm doing one on tuesday night at at aqua big vibes <laughs> suited up big surf and turfs <laughs> pier pier 77 oh yeah oh and uh, back to the white privilege conference sorry i want to finish this story and i don't sound like a crazy <laughs> no, please <person>. please <laughs> but, um, <laughs> like a like a fucking crazy person <laughs> like someone who's insane <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> the next seminar was a woman who's like here's me and my three-year-old son and i've never told him the word no okay and that kid was like here's my opinion about never hearing the word no from my mother 
And it was interesting, but I was like not buying it. Yeah. I was like, I am going to say no to my kids. There's sure. going to be moments where they're going to take a piece of gum out from underneath a bus seat and they're going to like eat it. And I'm going to be like, actually, no. Yeah. I, I also, don't think this is a good way to stay alive. I also don't buy it in the sense that she has for sure told her child no. Like, or for sure hasn't told her no, child no. For sure has. Like, I can't imagine a scenario <laughs> where it doesn't accidentally happen once in three years. I'm like, so glad that my dad told me no. You know? Like when I pick up the putter and threaten to kill him, and he was like, "No, like thank God." It's a crucial boundary to draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Like this is that's a firm no. It seems like a, a way of um, maintaining emotional and physical health. I yeah. identify as like a people pleaser, not willingly. Like I don't. I'm not trying to do it. I think it's one of my like foibles. Yeah, it's, that's like a negative. It's actually something I've been like working on in therapy. I'm like I'm not available for everyone and that's something that like working the door has helped me do is be like actually homie it would be negligent if i did let you in right now you gotta stay out here yeah. no i'm sorry <laughs> you're not coming in i realize you're gonna try to hand me a hundred dollars but that's not a salary figure you gotta it's not worth my job you yeah. gotta not do that yeah. Oh, hundos don't talk for you? Hundos are silent for you. People can't... Pe shit doesn't happen for people when they pull out the hundos. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. What, what, what route are we thinking here? Uh, this is where AB fucked his shit, by the way. Yeah. We just passed it. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Crushed his car, and then it just completely... It completely shit the bed, like, five days later. He treated that car like, a, like he hated that car. I wonder if AB has completely shit the bed right now. He could be, yeah. He might be like on, like he might be at death's a, door. It, he death's door, like sleeping with a diaper type shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he could, you know, we don't know how he's doing, but it ain't. It's it's nothing pretty. It's, Shouts out, AB. We love you. <laughs> AB, you're a legend. AB, we want we want you. We want the best for you. Uh, which isn't where you're at right now. <laughs> we could take uh, Nickerson over to Dexter and go up over the hill. I'm going to take you guys to my parents' house in Ballard real quick. Oh, oh beautiful. We're yes. walk back. That's, That's a beauty really for tight. Me. That's a little that beauty. That is a little beauty. What do your parents do, if you don't mind me asking? My mom was the urban planner for the University of Washington nice. for 20 years or so, and she just retired the year before. My father is a uh, family law attorney who deals mostly in divorces, wills, and trusts. Okay. And um, he's, looking, he's looking more and more like he's going to retire soon. I'll believe it when I see it. They are wonderful people. My mom is crushing retirement. I'm so proud of her. She has been growing uh, a little bit of weed on her balcony. Beautiful. And it is the her weakest. Her little beauties. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jan's Ballard Bubblicious. <laughs> it is the weakest marijuana I've ever <laughs> had. And it is the most beautiful little beauty. Yeah. I had no idea how much I wanted, like, a Pilsner version of this weaponized bullshit that's going at the store. It's, like, oh, yeah. crazy. I'm yeah. not... I can't hang. I'm 32. I can't hang anymore. Yeah. Um, that's That sounds like a beautiful... Just a true, beautiful uh, glow-up for retirement. I also know um, a woman that has a small weed operation growing on her balcony, and she's tight. in retirement, and it's her little beauty as well. It's a gorgeous thing. 
She's not, she, you know, she doesn't try to like sell it or anything like that. She's just like, <laughs> she's slinging dubs. Yeah, she's just like <laughs> selling eighths. Yeah, shit exactly. to Ballard High School kids. Yo, 40 for. <laughs> Yo, can I get a quarter? <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah, like 2 a.m. You are, 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 hey. You can up? Can we meet up? Can yeah. I get a zip? Can yeah. you meet up? Dick's parking lot? Question mark? It is weird to me that, like, kids don't buy weed off of, like, drug dealers anymore. No, they just, like, hey, mister, outside Uncle Ike's. And yeah. Like, like, I remember being like, yo, can I get a quarter? Can I meet you at the, the Kmart? You know? It was tight. Remember when that fucking spot by the 520 and um, just at the bottom of the hill... Uh, Used to be the hop in. Do you remember oh. that? Right by the Montlake Cut. Yeah, I love the hop in. Yeah, I was doing zips in the uh, <laughs> the hop in parking lot. I, God, coming home from college and your fucking weed dealer doesn't deal weed anymore. Right. You're fucked. You're texting <laughs> 10, 12, 13 people. Damn, dude. They, oh. built, they built a Target here? Yeah. That's used to be able to bowl in that Target. Yeah. The most, the like, the most grim, one of the most, like, fucked off grim experiences I've ever had was hanging out in the parking lot at the Hop-In and a tow truck driver trying to get us to get in his tow truck with him, go to a second location to, like, buy an unspecified powder drug from him <laughs> that I was, I was, my chits were... <laughs> Freak sweated. Not, I was so not, scared. Not much of a businessman. No. no. Oh, you know, I he was, was one of the scariest humans I'd ever seen at that point. This was before, like, <laughs> I worked the door somewhere and was like, oh, yeah, people are just going to pull a knife on you if they're crazy. Oh, yeah. And you just got to tell them to put it away. Yeah. Please. And ask, ask, say please and thank you when they do. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I remember I was at Cary Park once with... Um, <clears throat> a tip from college who had flown out to hang out with me. Um, that's a good, it that's was a good experience. pretty wild. It was a, that was one of those completely unmanageable situations where I, uh, tried to hold on. And the harder I did, the, the more disastrous things got oh, until yeah. there was, it was, um, I Fuck. Just got away. The one who got away. Well, anyway, goodbye me. Anyway, uh, <laughs> a guy, a guy started talking to us and he was like, do you want to come to my apartment? And she was just like, yeah, sure. Ooh. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> get the fuck. Because uh, we had both just smoked, and then we went to this guy's apartment and smoked more. And then he was like, do you want to buy shrooms? And I was like, man, I'm not going to buy anything from you. I'm sorry. Uh, and that was the end of the interaction. A polite yeah. way to do that is be like, not tonight, sir. <laughs> I've had many, 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 um, many really bad, very, very dangerous, very bad <laughs> Uh, of of these experiences, many bad, bad, bad things have happened to, to good people. You know, <laughs> where you just say yes, and you should have said no, and you should have gone home. But you you can't stop partying. You know, when when your decisions negatively affect your friends. Yeah, <clears throat> people get really hurt. So you grew up right here. Yeah, just down a little ways. Do you remember um, Nielsen Brothers Flooring? Of course I do. Yeah, it's my father's business. I thought the flagship is. Um... <laughs> further north though right well uh this was a secondary location it was this i think this was a second location i don't know where the very there might have cha- been a change but this was like the kind of like the f- the flagship uh like the real flagship oh shit yeah hell yeah. now the locations um are kind of dispersed uh snohomish and king county so gotcha but yeah we thought that was like more of a linwood Linwood was, uh, I think, came 
yeah, Linwood came later because yeah, Linwood. Came Just later. to be clear, I worked at the Linwood one for a year and a half. That's where I was confused. <laughs> yeah, and I worked at the Linwood one. I mean, I've worked at almost all of them. So I mean, you've done it all. I've done it all. We're at twenty fifth, twentieth, and sixty fifth right now at the old location of Smoke and Pete's. It was oh, yeah. a barbecue place that I used to really enjoy. Really bomb. Smoking peas. This guy I played Little League with always worked there, and we never, as many times as I would go there, which is I couldn't count, I never reminded that guy that we know each other. And that is so rare for me. I'm the dude who's always like, hey, um, yeah, we've, we met in blah, 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 like four or five years ago. It's good to see you again, bro. How are you? Or like, um, I was at a dinner with my friend Nadim's house, and uh, Ben Chaikin was there. And oh. <laughs> shouts out! Shouts out! Shouts, shouts out! <laughs> and uh, the he always like, shouts out. He was like, "Oh, what's up? Nice to meet you." And I was like, "It is uh, good to see you again. We've met before. It was at uh, Egan House. Perhaps you don't remember <laughs> oh, yeah. Egan House. You know where you live. <laughs> yeah, you know your home. I was at your home. Does he still live there? Oh yeah." Oh man! Oh, he's doing oh man's there all the damn time. I would, yeah. I I think I'd probably die if I lived in that house. I'd get, I'd fall off the balcony. I would get lost in those woods up above it. That is like a scary. That's like the movie Witch with two V's kind of location. (laughs) Witch, witch. Did you go to Ballard High School? I did not. It was under construction when I was uh, going through that. Oh yeah, experience (laughs) when you were going through it. Oh baby. I was uh, K through 12 at the Bush School. Oh, wow. That's yes. right. So I got some proper conditioning. That is right. What was the Bush School like? I've never met anyone that did the Bush School. Dog, it's a real please and thank you kind of place. Wow. Wow. It's tight. But I it's guess. like it's prepar- It's like a preparatory school, right? Yeah, but not for like Ivy Leagues. I don't think anybody who went there really goes to Ivy Leagues. It's okay. like... Um, <laughs> not like Lakeside. <laughs> no, yeah. It's like Lakeside for people who... Are, can't quite hack it or have like more uh, nepotism going for him. Damn. Damn, dude. <laughs> Damn. I, d- I applied to teach at Bush. No no callback. I wish you'd gotten that. That would have been a, a fun commute from Queen Anne to fucking Madison Park. At that point, I was still living on the hill, so I would have. Yeah, it would have been. It would have worked out for for me. I mean, in in a bad way. In a well, first of all, in a really bad way. Second of all, for a very short amount of time. Oh shit! My mom wasn't lying when she said she put up some Christmas lights. Where's she at? Right here. Right over here. Oh hey. Oh wow! What a classic deal. Got the tree going. Will you be doing Christmas with them? Uh yeah. We're gonna. They're gonna take us over to my uncle's place in Vashon. And then we're going to go to my dad's closest homie, Danny, and his husband, John. We're going over to their place. They got three Christmas trees. Beautiful. They love it. Little beauties. Oh, baby. (laughs) Oh, baby. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, I saw you uh, answer the phone uh, during a Dude York set because it was your mom calling you. Um, and you were like, hey, mom, I'm, it's, I'm in the middle of a set. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I love trying to keep it real. <laughs> I'm at the gig. Hey, this is, can you make it quick? By the way, you're on speakerphone into the microphone in front of 100 people. You better tell me you love me. <laughs> and she always does because I'm a good boy. <laughs> Do you have siblings? Yeah, I got an, a five-year-older sister who is a pediatric surgeon in um, uh, Atlanta, Georgia with her two children and her wife. Beautiful. 
Her you, uh, name is Morgan. You've got a professional family. Yeah, cause I'm the you know I'm the I'm the odd one out who is uh, what they like to call pursuing their passions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the pursuing your passions. Which is a polite way I've learned of saying has not got his shit together. <laughs> or uh, has potential. <laughs> I love having potential. I love yeah. being the age of 33 and being like a promising junior at my job. <laughs> like, like, a, like, a, like a new guy everyone really likes. Uh, you know, everyone is younger than me. <laughs> a promising junior. Yeah, yeah listening a, in very politely to young brain shit. <laughs> Thankfully, there is very little young brain except for my coworker who got hired at the same time as me in the same position who's 22. Oh, yeah. um, but I love him to death, so I don't, um, I have no problem with that. That's no, tight. every once in a while you have the occasional like young brain homie that you love to death. I, so I love true. him to death. He, I have tremendous sympathy for him. I feel like I can really feel where he's coming from. And if I, he's more functional than I was at that age, yeah. for sure. But so. you also have like the keen insight of like, it's going to get really bad before it like ever, before you ever have a chance of like getting just kind of okay. Yeah. 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 It's like you're going to be humbled and then humbled and then you're going to have your fucking Saturn return if that is a real thing. <laughs> yeah. You'll be crushed to dust in your late 20s and your early 30s. And then you'll be subjected to a bunch of arrogant young brain. <laughs> right. Yeah. If you're lucky. It's a terrible cycle. <laughs> it's a, the circle of life is a nightmarish fucking pinwheel spinning straight to the core of hell. <laughs> but, you know, a bunch who, of like who am I to say what's right and wrong? A bunch of, like, the young brain that I deal with is people who are, like, trying to flirt really hard, trying to have, like, a sexual experience with somebody at a rave, and they're like, check out how nerdy I am. I have both my children's names tattooed on my chest in the Disney font. That's how much of a nerd I am. What? I'm, I'm like, my tongue is bleeding listening to this shit, and I'm like, that doesn't make you a nerd. And oh, they're yeah. like, what? Why not? And I'm just like, I can't go into it, but it doesn't. I promise. <laughs> I know you're like 21 and nerd is like something you're wearing it with your Disney font in ink on your chest. But, you know, I that's never, not nerdy. You I have never, tattoos. That's not nerdy. I never would imagine in a trillion years that being in your job would involve like contending with lizard brain like flying at you like that it's it's the worst part of the job it seems insane it seems so crazy it's, it's like why like, some people do it and it's the worst uh, part of it yeah oh so people will be bouncers because how sexualized things can get yeah i guess they, like, that yeah that makes sense right they, yeah they're in a situation where they might have well you know it's to varying degrees of predation too because there's there's the power dynamic in play of like, I'm here to keep you safe. I'm sober. You might not be. And that to me is like fully repugnant. And to some people of uh, previous generations, it's just, <laughs> it's just like uh, doing business, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty, a pretty hideous. That's a pretty common thing I hear is just like people in their late thirties and, and in their forties, they're like, it, like it, it's like yo you probably like that's fucked don't don't go out with that person way younger than you and they're like what are you talking about yeah they don't understand why anyone would feel weird about it yeah you're like dude she's 21 you're 42 like doubling up doubling up doubling up it's a big no no you know that dude's profile picture too is a selfie where the phone is fully obscuring his face <laughs> yeah or a like a selfie yeah yeah I'm definitely uh I just think it's weird to tip at work, man. Uh, 
I'm definitely no, feeling real. No judgment. <laughs> I'm feeling real insecure about uh, my reaction to baristas in their early 20s, uh, and it's getting worse. Um, and that's going to be the story of my life. Uh, <laughs> and um, there's maybe some clarity, but I don't hold out much hope for that. I, I just, have, but I that just have to keep it real minimal, real businesslike, and do a do a please. Yeah, please and thank you. It's a real all, please and thank you're you. You're also just getting honest here, um, and I think that the pod is a, a place to have that transparency and have that, that uh, to ask for help. <laughs> I'm just, I, I need help. Yeah. I you can be sure that I need help. I think it's just one of those things where I worked in a coffee shop and I saw like these things, uh, these dynamics and these interactions with my like younger female coworkers and these dudes. And I'd be, I'd be standing there knowing full well, like the, the, the sickness, you know, in sickness in, in, in health and in sickness in this case, uh, and just being like, Oh fuck, what a fucking pathet- pathetic fate. <laughs> just going to shoot my brains out before <laughs> I get to that point. Fuck, fuck, lo- fuck this life. Oh yeah. Uh, but you know, now I have like a decent job and, um, you're a uh, couple extra years under my belt. Prom- and, uh, promising junior. I'm a promising junior. I guess I do have the dual brain of like just idiotic old man <laughs> lizard brain, but also like worker solidarity and full knowledge of the industry. So yeah, but you could also be living on one of these boats. You know what I mean? You could be a boat dude. Dude. I've always God. dreamed about renting one of these fishing boats and having like a laser tag birthday. That was that uh, was yeah. the dream when I was a uh, when I was a young brain. <laughs> that's that a, is a that's very a, blown out young brain idea. That's a beautiful blown out young brain idea. It was like a Star Wars themed laser tag birthday because they made those branded <laughs> Star Wars laser tag sets. Yeah, I wanted that so bad. And the boat just adds to the spice. Yeah, because you're in like a you're in a uh, confined location. I had a SpongeBob SquarePants birthday. When oh, I was younger, yeah. and I remember Rest they were, in peace. and my mom was like, "All right, um, she would get those like disposable film cameras, and she'd get like three of them, mm-hmm. and she'd take like essentially the same four photos, <laughs> just like twenty six times for every birthday." So um, we had like well over six to or six or seven hundred photos <laughs> of us at like in the same four poses at every birthday. But I remember it was my SpongeBob SquarePants birthday. Um, and I was like a little kid and I was going to blow out the candles on my Spongebob cake. And my brother, um, my older brother, he told me that I was a, a pathetic fucking loser <laughs> <laughs> for having a Spongebob Squarepants uh, birthday. And I just started bawling. Wow, yeah, of and like, And then it, it instantly erupted into one of those, like, at the moment, like, I thought it was just totally normal. Now I look back and I was like, man, that was like some of the just really bad family dynamics. Like, everyone's screaming at each other, like, saying really hurtful things. And I just had that feeling of like, but like, what about me? You know, like, why are you guys forgetting about me right now? <laughs> that's the, yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, dude, yeah. That's fueled, called severe emotional neglect. Yeah. I can relate to that. Yeah. It's fueled oh, yeah. by the fire of like the sugar in the cake and the soda too, you know. <laughs> I just like all. Emotions run <laughs> boiling hot at one of those things. And like, I was just, I just wanted like. I just wanted to be with SpongeBob and Squidward, you know. Totally. Whenever, yeah, they're my only friends right now. They're <laughs> yeah. all I've got. It's all I've got. Whenever I'm driving on this stretch, where where are we right now? Are we on Nickerson we're, right now? Yeah. yeah, we're right by SPU. Yeah. I remember this story that Isabel's dad told me where he was like um living on a houseboat to our left down over here. Mm-hmm. And um he had like a little Porsche and was 
down like by the Fremont Bridge intersection and gunned the engine next to a dude and like challenged him to a race. Mm-hmm. And then they like had a full out drag race along Nickerson here. And um, Tom saw his driveway into like his like boat community and was like, I'm just gonna take it. The race is over. Slowed all the way down, took the turn, and then blistering by comes a police officer and like arrests the other dude involved in the oh, street. Shipping oh, it, shipping it. Seattle 77, baby. And then also later at that um, at that same place, one of his like wily friends came down too fast in their car. It maybe it was like a stolen car and drove it through the barricade and landed it in the water nose first <laughs> and it hung there just not going any deeper because it was like nose and tires in the mud oh yeah Lic- rear license plate exposed <laughs> and he just like abandoned the car there and left I don't remember what happened regarding consequences but something, I just, something like, good yeah something good <laughs> Two great Tom stories. Where's Tom? Tom lives a block and a half away from Isabel and I, next door to Isabel's brother, who lives in um, Isabel's grandmother's old house. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's all on fam. On 18th of Republican. <laughs> all it's fam. All on, it's all on the block. Yeah. The the fam vibes are <laughs> endless. <laughs> so, so much like, Isabel, let's go over to your brother's house and do some laundry. And her being like, he's there. No. Oh, yeah. I guess then we'll pay to do the laundry at the apartment. Or no, what we do is we go over to her parents' house. I just love the streamlining of laundry, of doing it at her brother's and at her parents' at the same time. Just oh, yeah. Just really getting away with it, you know? Yeah, absolutely. At We're the at the Ken's time. Market right now, by the way. Yeah. Running two loads in tandem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a laundry boy. You just run the block? <laughs> yeah. If I'm not using water, what am I doing? So you are doing a ride around when in the past you've listened to the ride around while riding around in the tour. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I got to thank you for, you know, this moment, manifesting this moment. I want to thank you for allowing me to Oof. inviting me even <laughs> to, to achieving the ultimate dream of, you guys hearing me as I talk back to you on the pod, as you as you record the pod and I listen to the pod, I'm responding like a, like a crazy human. I mean, you know, the 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 invitation is just open, permanently open to you and the other dudes, York. Uh, a full dude's yard. Honor- honorary fam, you know, as far as I'm concerned, fam, fr- friends of the pod. A full York's dude <laughs> podcast would be um, most excellent. F- we are going to make that happen, I promise. We'll this get, is, and we'll get a set. Are you trying to, to get back? This is, No, this is where Isabel is right now. This house right here. What? Yeah, she's there. <laughs> That's where she is. Is she coming out and doing a quick couple? <laughs> we, could, I, we could ask. We right? should get her on the pod real quick. Should we? we don't have to, but we could. I mean, I am way into it. She's yeah, in a. It. This is a deep corner unit. I don't have oh, my fourth mic on me. She can take my mic. She can take my mic. <laughs> she's got better things to say than me. She's the she's the entertaining one out of the two of us. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, let's bring it up. Otherwise, it's uh, the 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 signal is is low. All right, so we're <laughs> welcome, Isabel. How's it going? Hey, hey, happy to be here. 
So what just happened? Uh, um, Dave, can you recap what we just experienced? Um, we um, went into a beautiful Queen Anne corner unit, um, uninvited. It w wasn't known that we were walking in. I felt really uncomfortable. <laughs> kind of felt like um, an intruder a little bit. Um, I used to kind of break into things and um, be in people's yards. It kind of felt like that. And uh, now we have Isabella. Just Isabel. Isabel. Isabel here with us. Um, and we're going to O-Man Place. <laughs> yeah, we, we we're going back. Her. I've never been. I've never heard of it. I don't know what to expect. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a, his, a little it's a, context. It's like a historic location of the pod. It's a magical place. All right. And we're going to get a, the, I think the goal here is to get a boot up photo at Oman Place. Can't wait. I forgot to wear my engagement ring today. <laughs> so oh. It, it cannot be our We'd official engagement We'd also like to photo. go on the air and say congratulations. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's shipping it. It's tight. It's a fresh cup. Tipping it. <laughs> Is that an inappropriate use of tipping it? No, it's it's all good. Oh, here's a homie Got who's a yeller here? crossing the street shouting. Should we get him on the pod? Yes, he's definitely doing a wave, and his mouth is moving in a way it looks like a honk. He's that that is the avatar of Untitled Goose Game right there. Goose Game. Have you guys heard of that game? No. Where you're like a goose. Oh, I've played a bit, quite a bit of Goose Game. Yeah. People in a town. I got about six levels into Goose Game, and I let I kind of let go because I wasn't. I was laughing really hard, but it's not fun to play. Yeah, it's, like, <laughs> like quite complicated. Yeah, it's, like, complicated and kind of miserable, but, like, what happens, it's actually, it's a perfect example of a game that's filled with little beauties, but it's, like, yeah, fuck, fucking a lot to deal with, so. That's my review. Very good. <laughs> ten out of ten. With some problems. Uh, Isabel, we talked about little beauties uh, earlier today. Do you, do you have any input on little beauties? Like what kind of little beauties pop up in your life on the daily? Sure. Well, I have no context for what a little beauty is, but I'll just use my imagination. Perfect. Um, <laughs> Perfect. I feel like um, anytime there's like a, a really great coincidence, like especially with um, bus transit, I'd say. Like anytime yeah. bus, I take the bus to and from work every day. And as you all know, it can be fucking terrible like you can miss the bus by two seconds and it's the worst feeling or you can just have like great bus luck and i feel like anytime i have great bus luck that's a maybe that's a big beauty i don't know yeah, I, like, it can be it can be depend yeah the size can can vary mm -hmm. in especially in that context do you ever feel like it's a little beauty when you get a bus driver who's really insane and like in the sense that they drive like a complete maniac Mm. I love that. That that know. makes that makes me feel so good inside because the opposite is like the bus driver who talks too much and you know they are going to be. Oh yeah, yeah. Are they like the ones who like think they are tour guides and they announce everywhere you're going? <laughs> Have you had those before? What's yes. the deal? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, when we were on the eight that one time and oh, the guy yeah, was yeah. like, "I'm a stand-up comedian. Oh, my God. Here is a joke." about each stop <laughs> and it was like i would like to get off the Fuck bus my life. <laughs> if the eight were to arrive regularly at its stops i would get off this one and get on the next one yeah once you get on the eight you really don't want to get off um no but you also do want to get off it's a terrible place to be um one thing i will say about you peter that i keep forgetting to say but I, a line i use a lot i think i've even used it on the pod but um 
it, that'll stick in my memory forever uh, that you said to me once was we were talking about the chaos of like uh, like you know third and pike or third and pine or whatever. Oh yeah, the blade. Um, the is that, is that what, what it is? Called, yeah. The blade. I didn't know about. Oh wow. Okay. So yeah, the the bus stops at the blade, and you were like, yeah, there's a lot of new information down there. <laughs> There really is because uh, if if someone were to die in Seattle, they would be respawned there. <laughs> what respawn in the, in video the blade. game? If you like were to expire in Seattle in the video game, you would be respawned at Third and Pike with nothing. Got it. Got it. I'm coming up on this right turn, aren't I? Not quite. Yet. Okay, cool. Y'all seen any good Christmas lights on this ride along? Yes, Magnolia has been showing up. Hell yeah. <laughs> Car accident, Magnolia, hell yeah. <laughs> Was that a stop? I think I just blew a stop. I don't care. I'm a chain punk, and chain punks don't care. <laughs> Isabel, we've been doing chain punks and egg punks, uh, you know, not quite as much as I think maybe... I think we, there's we a future could, episode where we, we're gonna really get deep into. I like that. I like I like the future beauty of a chain punk. Look, I just punk. I don't think it's a thing. <laughs> that's I that's mean, a good take. It's a. <laughs> you just it's like you can attribute it to anything. You're like Grateful Dead is egg punk. I'm like, True what does that statement. mean? True statement, though. <laughs> like a stop sign, chain punk, like nothing. I think it's just like uh, if if you have a sense of humor or not. It's yeah. a right turn. It's a right turn. It's a right turn. Shipping it. Oh, man. Chain punk obviously is harshing the mellow, and egg mm-hmm. punk is like uh, kind of floating like being around. Goofy. Yeah, yeah. That's the most I understand so far. That's I think that's as close as anyone's ever gotten, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think a photo of a that I or that picture I sent you. Yeah, right here. Yeah. All right, here we go. Oh man. Oh man. We're doing. Can't stop. Yeah, the ride around is peppered with small breaks. <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm present for all of us. <laughs> that was a text message from you, right, Ayo? Yes. Sweet. Sorry, uh, Isabel, what are some horror stories, some experience you've Boy. So you gotta get right up on it. I know. <laughs> right up Sorry, on the mic. I need to think. Um, oh well, I okay. I don't really drive. I'm um, I'm sh- every time I drive, I'm positive I'm gonna kill someone. Mm-hmm. So I, I hate driving. But um, <laughs> me too, and I drive every day. Oh yeah, God, I don't know how people drive, but especially Peter's car. It's a large Jeep. <laughs> We're in someone's driveway now. <laughs> <laughs> we need to reverse. <laughs> Just park in that guy's driveway. We'll finish the pod. Okay, yeah. <laughs> No, no. I need to reverse. I can't see with my back camera. Can you hold the mic? Yeah. Okay. I'll take it. I've got two mics now. Um, okay, when so us, any driving is terrifying for me, and then especially Peter always has like just, like giant Jeep cars, and I find them like even more terrifying because <laughs> in a small car I think I'm a lot bigger than I am. So in a big car I'm I don't I like I'm petrified i can't go anywhere but one time i was driving peter's jeep um i like picked him up somewhere and i had like parked on a hill uh, and i went to like start the car up again and it was like a weird like you had to step oh god i don't know you had to like instead of just easing off the gas easing off the brake you had to like jam on the gas and i jammed a little too hard and i just smashed into the truck in front of us and then these two guys ran over and they're like did you just hit our car like they were standing across the street watching me hit their car it was terrifying. 
Um, and I, yeah, I just have to say, yeah, I just hit your car. But <laughs> there was no damage. It was okay. Oh, Peter's ready for his mic. <laughs> I would like the record to reflect what my reaction was when when this accident happened. Yeah, I don't remember. Very Go well. for it. Very well. I was very calm i was yeah, my solution true, was true. all that happened was that we knocked off my <laughs> um license plate mm-hmm. we need to go get some tape and we need to tape it back on <laughs> <laughs> we've been also covering extensively my uh my automotive relationship with tape mm-hmm. where oh yeah the, talking about the mirror yeah the mirror and i learned today that i could have just snapped it on at any moment which was a it was a little beauty <laughs> exactly <laughs> Um, What else is happening in cars? Our our mutual friend of ours, when we were going back and forth from Walla Walla, our friend Kevin Klein would... Oh, I know Kevin. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, you know Kevin. Yeah. Yeah, I was just thinking about the so many times I drove to Walla Walla with him and he would roll spliffs while driving like he would put like a book or something on his lap and like (laughs) roll the entire spliff while driving with his knees and then he would get really stoned and keep driving and I was thinking about that and you know I'm glad we're alive (laughs) but I never I never felt (laughs) oh Oh, sorry. <laughs> I never felt um, unsafe, but I was also 18. So. Also, shouts out to Kevin Klein. I think he yeah. sometimes listens to the pod. Big shout wow. out. How could, how could that be true? I mean, shouts out, but... <laughs> oh, because we're still in touch with him. Oh, wow. And and so, yeah, we went to his wedding We went this to summer. his wedding this summer. It was beautiful. Kevin, fucking his, congrats, his man. His son? Fuck, his yeah. son, and he's oh, got another God, one on the way. Oh, my God, you're a father, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> you're a father, Kevin. Dude, you're a, big, you've, beauty You've brought a children. little beauty into the world. God, fuck yeah. Clyde Klein, shouts out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Shouts, shouts out to Clyde Klein. Double shouts. <laughs> um, so you're just slinging it. You're like, hey, by the way. It's good to see you. Plus, uh, prep the cup. Check it out. <laughs> yeah, no, because he's also really close to Andrew, and so I think Andrew, when we got him hooked on the pod, he then communicated. He was like, "Oh, here's like a fresh find I got for Kevin." <laughs> and Kevin was like, "I know Alex. Yeah." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, what a god! Incredible. You never know. You just never know. It's just a little tiny beautiful world, full of little beauties. I'm on board with that, brother. Amen. <laughs> uh, what's a recent little beauty, Isabel, that you experienced? Another one. Get right up on that mic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what's a little brutal? Oh. Just like oh, every yeah. every day at work. I don't know. Oh yeah. Um. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We had a mouse in our apartment a while ago. Oh yeah. It was like a, I'd say a little brutal because like obviously brutal, but also it was really cute. Um, it was a very you know, we just saw him yeah. scurry, scamper. He was very cute, uh, and it turned out to just be one tiny little mouse. So uh, easy problem to solve. Yeah, the uh, exterminator homie was surprised that he did not think it was likely it would just be a single uh, individual mouse. Right, I googled like uh, a mouse in your house and it's like if you have one mouse you have many mice. But it turns out we just had one. <laughs> Little beauty. Yeah. Um but yeah, he was really he was really cute and like very impressive. Like the way we discovered him was that um there was a bag of dried garbanzo beans in our pantry. That's like a large bag and suddenly we discovered it was like almost all gone. Yeah. 
and there's a little hole in it. And then once we realized it was a mouse, we realized, oh, yeah. And then we were, like, cleaning out underneath and found all of the garbanzos were in a new container <laughs> down below the shelf. It was so cute. So the, we were just imagining this little guy, like, putting, like, four garbanzos in his mouth and then, like, scurrying down. Just, like, up and down all night. He must have been harboring little garbanzos in his little mouse mouth. It was really cute. <laughs> I felt sad when we killed him. Yeah. Oh, oof. Do you... Yeah. has to happen. I did not have the stomach for it. and Yeah, I dealt with all the traps. Yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for being capable of murder. <laughs> it's only halfway a joke. <laughs> my dad, we have a cabin out in um, Hood Canal area, and my dad used to um, bring me out there once a month, and he would drink, like, you know, six or eight beers, and then he'd be like, all right, let's, let's do it. And he'd make me put on these leather gloves, <laughs> and he'd tip the fridge over like up and I'd have to reach under and I was always afraid that like my dad was going to let the fridge fall on my arms and my arms would break off. <laughs> Legit fear. Yeah. But there would always be a bunch of dead mice under the fridge oh, and he's God. like grab those little fuckers by the tail swing them and throw them out the front door and so like I have these vivid memories of throwing mice by their tail dead mice by their tail out into the yard <laughs> when I was growing up so Oh God. Yeah, my family. A little brutal. <laughs> <laughs> my Pretty much every story, a, my family is a little brutal. <laughs> my family had a cabin, and um, some mice just like made our oven their home, so we just stopped using the oven. <laughs> That's really kind of kind of your family too. I, it wasn't like for the mice's sake. We just no one felt like dealing with it. You know, sometimes a mission is a is a gift. Oh yeah, yeah. We, I deal with that at work, where it's like, oh yeah. This this teenager is definitely trying to get drunk outside before they go in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go over and I'm going to be like, hey, I, I caught you, but you have a chance. I know you just cracked that Keystone ice. Just throw it away. Just put it on the ground. It never happened. And also, that's a made-up story in case the Liquor Control Board is listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's nice. Kind of let kids be kids. Yeah. Kids, young brain is a can be a fatal illness. There's the thing about teenagers is they're they are not yet young brain is the thing. I mean, uh, they have teen it's brain. Like pre young brain. Yeah, they have teen brain, which is you know fucked off in really spe spectacular, special ways and little beautiful ways. They're really fucked off, but they don't yet have full young brain. Um, you gotta hit. You have to be at least in college to have young brain. Oh. In college, there's a shit ton of young brain for sure. Um, because fundamentally, young brain is like overestimating yourself uh, in in terms mm, of like being. You need in a, confidence to have young brain. Uh, and yeah, like, or you got to be so ignorant that you just have no reason not to be confident. Like, I feel like when I have confidence, it's in the face of tremendous screaming insecurity. But I'm my behavior is able to reflect my ideals. Um, but with young brains, they just they just they just walk in and they just step in. There's no like uh, there's no moment of reflection or courage. Um, anyway, I just thought I had to clarify that. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for that. That's, that was a lot. Um, that's a crucial clarification. As I didn't realize that it was there was like a a nostalgic property to young brain where it's like you don't have young brain if your brain is literally young yeah you just have like a br you have, you have a brain like, you have a brain that is forming 
baby brain. Yeah, have your little baby bird brain. It's like how babies have like soft skulls. Yeah. They're like not hardened <laughs> yet. It's a lot like that. That's a yeah. good point. <laughs> wow. It's exactly like that. So before I got a gym membership, this is what, let's go straight, go straight real quick. Cause oh, we'll yeah. just, we should just go on my jogging route. Hell yeah. <laughs> so well, the one, one loop on this is a mile. So I would just do two or three loops, um, in all types of weather. Wow, you're, you're uh, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of like a, <laughs> well, you're like I'm really tight, is what you were saying. Yeah, dude. two, two. No, it's not two miles at like a ten minute, eleven minute mile pace is not <laughs> shipping it. It's like just keeping myself alive. It's just keeping the demons away. So like, I can't tell you how many psychotic thoughts I had on this road though, because I would just get in these situations where people would be blowing out both sidewalks, plus cars would be coming from both directions, and I'm like trying to get out of people's ways, and I'm always in someone's way. What, do you run on the road or the sidewalk? The road. Oh, yeah. For That's sure. what you're supposed to do, softer. Yeah, it's, ex- it, exactly. It feels way, way better. Um, it's better yeah. lit. I'm always afraid I'm going to get doored, like, a, you know, yeah. someone's going to open their door. God. That's why my mom doesn't ride a bike. She got doored when she was young. Oh, boy. Woof. She only rides a tandem bike now. <laughs> too big to be too big to fail. That's right. <laughs> Where do you run as well? Uh, I run like once every two weeks, and I just like run from our house like down to where uh, the sidewalk just like hit, ends, and I'd have to turn, and then I just run back. Hit left, Peter. Um, um, I hate running. It makes me feel terrible, but I just like feel like I'm supposed to do it, so I do it, but just enough to one. never be in touch. I mean, in sorry, in shape. Recently, um, you've been but doing. I, yeah, my dad yeah. Um, has a you know a bike, not a Peloton, but one of those bikes. So a it's like set up. Exercise yeah, bike, he's yeah. like, oh, I don't want to pay that subscription every week. Anyway, he's got a bike and it's set up in his studio, which is really tight, and he's got a TV. So I've been going there like once or twice a week after work, and I was just watching TV for half an hour and just casually pedaling. It's great. I love it so much more than running. That's badass. Because you really can watch TV. Impressed by it. It's nice. Some great problems. It's solving. warm. <laughs> it's an ideal scenario that you've manifested for yourself. Yeah. This church, uh, I would jog by it on Sundays. A lot of blown out singing in that church. Doors are open. All are welcome. All the sinners and scum of the earth can walk into this Queen Anne church and be redeemed by the pure souls oh. <laughs> that dwell within. Um, but I never went in. I'll tell you that much. It, um, are, you, are you jogging in the cemetery? Uh, no, I've, I wanted to ship in the cemetery once and I never did. Um, I went in here once. Is that a Seb move? It's Seb to ship in a, in a graveyard? I think Sheb, I I think Sheb. Sheb. (laughs) Seb, um, when you hear this, please clarify if that's happened. Thank you. Capitol Hill. Capitol Hill Cemetery. Thank you. Oh, wow. Just unaccountable, unemotional accountability. Seb. <laughs> Seb, would you say that you um, are an accountable man? And who are you accountable to? Thank you. Is there a lot of sexual acting out when you're not emotionally accountable or psychologically accountable? Seb. <laughs> Seb. Oh. This is what I'm talking about. This is the energy. This is what happens when you you try to jog down that street. People come in really fucking hot at you. I think about like getting in small car accidents in suburban areas, and I and like it makes me think like oh yeah let's get this going like that's my attitude about it i had a almost a year of jogging where i was like i want i'm sorry oh shit i'm sorry i'm sorry god oh geez i'm sorry and i'm getting out of people's ways and i'm like ah this is awkward i'm sorry about this but i i experienced a a spiritual transformation along the lines of what you just described where i was like oh yeah (laughs) let's get it going oh yeah how brutal can we be anyway hell yeah beer i'm brutal 
Um, all right. Is that what you're thinking? Or? Streets I don't know. Is this the street? Yeah. This is it. Well, what I'm not ready. What do we look like? Right. We'll do a we'll do a lap. <laughs> That's where I live, by the way. Oh. As well. With the lights? Yep. Beautiful. Wow. Yeah, very glowed up. Uh, just a little quick peek at Magnolia's magnificence. Oh. We we were gonna grab a fourth mic, but then we were like, we don't want to make this seem like we premeditated <laughs> springing it on oh. you, Isabel. <laughs> oh yeah, so casual. Yeah, I saw you guys on the porch, and then I saw Peter's text that said, "Can I bring the boys in?" Oh uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's I, <laughs> in some in and there's an occasional situation where I would agree with the sentiment. It's better to ask forgiveness and permission. I think that you, is, did you do both this time? That is, yeah. That's great. That's I think happened. the answer to that question is always yes. You can always bring the boys in. <laughs> Hell yeah, God. We're just riding the around boys the are block, here. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. What a great app. Um, all right. Okay. Fuck. Well, thank you both for joining us and conducting us. Thank you. That was one of the highlights of 2019 for me. What's tonight? Congratulations, both of you. We'll send the Save the Dates out soon. 